the people at the top set the standard. That's just always my belief. Like whether you're in a leadership position, sales, service bureau, you set the standard for everyone under you. And not saying that people are puppets. What I'm saying is people follow trends. They follow things. One of the things that you guys, what I love the most, and it may not be popular amongst the group is, you all really focus on mindset training. And that was so different for me. I actually started reading more books because of Ross's mindset training. Like the more I read it, the more I implement it. Okay, I love that. But it's because I was introduced to it. So now I'm learning more and doing more about mindset because I was introduced to it. And now Service Brooks Silver has set the standard that in order for you to be successful externally, internally, you have to also be successful. Welcome to the Service Bureau Accelerator Podcast, where we help tax professionals start and scale a successful service bureau. Welcome to the Service Bureau Accelerator Podcast, episode number three. So I am here with Ross, Uncle Ross, Daddy Ross, however he's known in the group, Tia the Tax Goddess Service Bureau Accelerator Community Liaison. Ross, do you want to dive into what today's topic is? Yeah, let's dive into it. So today we're going to talk about what is the Service Bureau Accelerator. Last couple episodes, we kind of dove into the industry, understanding what it means to be a service bureau, all that kind of fun stuff. So now we want to take an opportunity to kind of talk a little bit about our program, the Service Bureau Accelerator, why we started it, what is the program about, what's included in it, all the ins and outs, the give you the whole yeah. scoop about the program. So with that, why don't we start off actually why we started this program? Because, you know, we've been in the industry, working in the industry, I should say, for uh, at least on the, you know, working in industry side for about the last, what, six, seven years. But Paul, you obviously, you have a lot more experience, you know, in the industry years, years and years and years more experience. But we had been working, you know, with a lot of tax offices, helping them grow and helping them grow their business. And we really kind of saw it started to see a lot of people that had some pretty bad deals <laughs> on their software. Yeah. And we kind of had an opportunity and we started kind of growing our service bureau a little bit passively working with, you know, another team that were, you know, we would just kind of funnel off a lot of our leads and a lot of our clients and help them get set up on software with better deal points. And then we realized that there was a whole other opportunity that we could really help a lot of people get into the industry as a service bureau and help them grow that business. So, Baldy, if you want to take it from yeah. there, um, just really kind of the, the story of the inception of the service. Well, I think bureau. it's something that was years in the making where obviously I started my service bureau years ago. It was always something I did passively and it did really well. It made money. And like I mentioned on the webinars, you know, my first service bureau I started, I knew a lot of people in the industry, set them up on software, kept it super simple. And, you know, it kind of came at a good time because that first year I was like, oh shit, I just made a hundred grand and I didn't have to touch a tax return. I didn't have to deal with any customers, I have to do anything. Way better. Now we kind of veered off into the marketing side. That's when Ross and Jameson, and that's actually how we met Tia too. Tia was a customer of the marketing, right? Yeah. What a bad deal. What the, what a, yeah. <laughs> but in those conversations, you know, we started looking at, right, growing our service, but we saw a lot of people with really bad software deals, really bad. There's actually somebody that's in the SBA group, the SBA, for those of you guys who aren't in the community as just service bureau accelerator, everyone calls it SBA. There's one person who actually is in the SBA group, signed up with the SBA, but the year we launched it. Um, and I felt so bad for her, the deal that she had, she was getting so ripped off. 
that I ended up just giving her software for free <laughs> that year before she, before then we launched Service Break Seller and she joined. But you know, I think a lot of it just started out in just seeing, hey, there's a lot of a lot of people with shitty software deals that don't know what to do. We saw people asking us a lot of questions like, um, hey, what's a service bureau? How do you get involved? And how do you do it? And when I started looking, I'm like, well, there's really no one talking about this. It's very hush-hush. I think outside of us, it's very hush. Like it's us and now people in our community talking about those opportunities. People don't really want you to know it's out there because they're afraid they're going to lose business. I think one of the things that really just kind of gave me a light bulb moment in a sense, when I just saw like a lot of people just doing bullshit or, you know, people would come to us and say, Hey, in our marketing webinars for like our other stuff would say, Hey, can you send me leads for my service bureau? Or can you send me clients? And I would ask them, well, so what do you offer in your service bureau? What makes you different? And that, that was it. Tech support. That, no, <laughs> no, it was, that was like, the hook. All for free software. And I'm like, well, you and everybody else, what makes you different? Like, what do you do? Like, what do you do? <laughs> right. So I think a lot of it just came down from like us seeing people with shitty software deals, not really understanding. And we're like, hey, look, there's a lot of shitty service bureaus out there. And there's a lot of people that I think could be better. And let's just show people what it is. And we started it and we we're like, all right. When we go through this exercise with people in our group, how do you put together a program? How do you put together a package? We just laid out what is exactly everything that we would possibly want in a service bureau accelerator aside from the software. Obviously, we talked about that in prior episodes, but here's the software deal. Cool software deal. Best software deal in the industry, I feel. Now, what do we need to provide them as part of the accelerator part of it? And that's kind of how it started. Tia, I don't know if you want to add, add to what you kind of came in, right? In the first sale. <laughs> yeah, I was a part of the, the test trials. So we have three eras. The first era is called the OGs. You know, we were the gangsters that toughed it out, bad webinars, low quality training, you know. Hey, hey, we hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, low quality training. <laughs> we're committed. You know, then you had the re-up that was last year. You know, they got the mighty networks, you know, the nice layout. They had all the spotlights, all the good stuff. And then 3. Oh, yeah, they just killing it this year. <laughs> and, and, but what I can say is that whether you were part of the OGs or the 3.0, you have access. We have access to everything, everything. everything. I will say that I met Boldeep in another program and then I sent him a private message about like, my software and see i didn't know a lot but i knew enough oh, it just doesn't sound right so when i sent both the message about it and i guess it had just been happening pretty frequently that's when he's like hey i'm doing something different this summer you know teaching about how to be a service bro and i'm like okay yeah. cool i'm there <laughs> i'm there i got my software deal i'm with it yeah. <laughs> billing info is already on file yeah, just run just, it <laughs> it's just like such an extreme amount of trust that we know when you guys send an email out Okay, get your cards ready, everybody. It's going to be something, <laughs> but it's going to be great. <laughs> and this was one of those, like, big, great things that just happened to, like, really work out. And not to be funny, I don't know what else you guys have created, but I think this is the best. You were in ESM. But, yeah, I think this is – if I had to compare, this, I, is, I this there's is, way no. more in here than anywhere else. Yeah. No, yeah. this is, like, shit on no. ESM. <laughs> well, if you look at it, and yeah. I'll tell you business sense why, right? ESM. 
just like with any marketing program out there, like if you guys go pay marketers, right? ESM, there's one fee, right? Or if you're like doing in a different industry, you're paying monthly for a marketing company, right? Yes, there's a lot of extra trainings in ESM. I think it was a good, good, great program where there was a lot more than just marketing in there with a lot of business operations training, like systems and processes for your tax business. But at the end of the day, we don't benefit after for anything. You know what I mean? Like you could go get, like you did really well, Tia, right? You were, I remember with ESM, you were like, oh, look, I added this much, like an extra, what, 50, 100 grand? I don't know what the number was at the time. It was a lot. Right? I was shocked. I was one of those people where in the last episode, that unsuspected check, who is this? I'm leaving. <laughs> you know, to see, you know, just a random five figures in your bank account, you're just like, okay, yeah, I can do this more often. Yeah. Let me learn more about it. But for people who had never experienced it, just coming in off the fly and you guys just pitching it. Well, I was talking, I feel like, this yeah, I was talking more, more about like, hey, on your tax business, the benefit you got on that side, the extra money you made on the tax business, we don't make anything off of that, right? We just got whatever you paid us for the coaching program or whatever it was. With Service Bureau Accelerator, yeah. the better you do, the more money you make. Yeah, we benefit from the volume because if you're not making that extra money, then we're not getting that volume. Right. And we make extra money yeah. per product on the volume as well. So I think that with this program and the reason why I think we dive into it a lot more, we spend a lot more time with the group. We make a lot more training. We do a lot more in this than versus anything else is because all interests are aligned. Right. If yeah. you're making money, we're making money. If you're not making money, we're not making money. So how do we help you make money? Right. And it's, the, it's all year around. around. It's literally all year round. thing too. Like that. I think that's what kind of also makes us different from other people out there. Like, most of the like even like last week, the two software companies like they're on their fucking postseason break and all that stuff. We're just getting started. You know what I mean? Like we're just getting started. Like there's a, other people out there that there's I'm not going to mention these, but there is somebody that joined our group and said the person they got their software from last year, their service bureau deal or whatever, because they had think they had a service bureau deal with them. They're like, they don't even answer the phone. They don't. And like, granted, we do answer the phone, but our best supports the ticketing. They don't even get back to them on any of the ticketing stuff, emails, nothing, because guess what? The majority of the industry is not around right now. It's seasonal. seasonal. They'll come back to you once the fall comes and start calling you and harassing you. Hey, time, time to renew, time software. to enroll, whatever your objective of your business is. But they're just gone this time of year. And it's funny, even when we launched SBA, when we launched SBA, one of the people at one of the software companies we work with, they made a comment to me. They're like, how are you? Because we're selling in May, June, July, August. Like we're signing people up, right? He's like, how are you getting tax offices on the phone in the summer? Like that's how the industry feels. Like if the top people in the software companies feel like they can't speak to you in the summertime, you think they're going to staff up and be available for you? No, we're just in this time of year, like as we're recording, it's May 26, 2023. Like we're about to start our kickoff for our trainings all summer long. We got our event, our yeah. first live convention for just our members at the Ooh. end of uh, June, right? So we're just getting started. So I think that really makes, sets us apart from a lot of other people out there because they're just not available. And yeah. I think what people don't understand is that on this, <clears throat> especially if you're a tax office ERO, you follow whatever the trend is. So it's not that we're not available. You're not available. So we feel like, oh, well, we shouldn't be available. It's really what it is. 
I would, you know, you guys obviously get people on the phone. So, so you see that we're just following the trend. And again, speaking for yeah. myself, I'm available. But if you're not available, hey, I'm taking a break yeah, too. Tia, I remember yeah. I called you a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, hey, Tia, are you back from your tax season vacation yet? She's like, oh, I just got texted on. You just got back. <laughs> I already knew. I was like, we got to record the podcast. Yeah. We got to start doing this stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. The people at the top set the standard. That's just always my belief. Like whether you're in a leadership position, sales, service bureau, you set the standard for everyone under you. And not saying that people are puppets. What I'm saying is we follow or people follow trends. They follow things. Like one of the things that you guys, well, what I love the most, and it may not be popular amongst the group is you are really focused on mindset training. And that was so different for me. I actually started reading more books because of Ross's mindset training. Like, oh, okay, well, just I feel something. I feel good. Like the more I read it, the more I implement it. Okay. I love that. But it's because I was introduced to it. So now I'm learning more and doing more about mindset because I was introduced to it. And now Sarahsburg Silver has set the standard that in order for you to be successful externally, internally, you have to also be successful. Yeah. But it's how you start and how you yeah. launch. Oh, that's something that's the kind of Ross is the master mindsetter. I try, really... I try, I strive, I strive. And this is like, and it's a great kind of segue too, because I also want to like dive in more like about like what is actually in our program? Like, what do we actually do over here? Because we're talking like, okay, yeah, we're around all the time, but what is it that we actually teach? And, and that's a, that's a huge part of it because in the service bureau accelerator program, obviously it's like, okay, we're going to set you up with a service bureau. We get your software set up. We help you come up with your name, the brand and get the whole like software component of the business done and out of the way. That's one of the core components. But the next part is the training. And it's like actually putting the tires to the road. It's like, how are we going to go out and grow the business and actually be successful? And so we go through everything that you need to be successful. And one thing that it does begin with is mindset and goal setting. It's something that like that so many people overlook in their business is they don't set clear goals. And without a clear goal, where the fuck are you going in your business? Like you don't have any direction. So how are you going to achieve whatever you want to achieve? You need to start with goal setting and then even further break it down to smaller bite-sized chunks. This is something I learned back talking about like books and personal development. This is some Anthony Robbins OG shit, <laughs> but he would talk about chunking those goals, like break it down into small little bite-sized components that are much more attainable and easier to hit. Because if you just have a big lofty goal, I want to make a million dollars in my service bureau. It's like, okay, that's great. How are you going to do that? Right. If you don't know what that means is, okay, year one, I need to hit this number. Year two, I need to hit this number. Even better, first quarter, I need to do these numbers. Or even better, first month, this is what I need to be doing. Or all the way down to a week by week and day by day process. And when you can drill those stuff down in your business, you really get clarity on what you need to be doing day in, day out. And as long as you stick to that, and as long as you're producing those numbers, guess what? You're going to hit that seven figures in your service bureau. But it all comes down to just kind of getting that clarity and setting that goal and then conditioning your mind and getting the right mindset, right? To be able to push through because we all hit barriers. Funny story, actually, we talked about this before we actually started this episode. When we first launched Service Bureau Accelerator, we had no idea how we were going to pitch or sell this. We didn't even have any videos recorded. We're like, we think this is what we're going to do. We're going to teach people these things, these ideas, these strategies, but we really didn't know how to present it. Our first presentation, we got into so many like useless topics about what it means to be a service bureau that people left that webinar. They're like, 
okay, hang on. So what the hell is a service bureau? bad. <laughs> like it was just, it was bad. It was bad. Now, did we tuck our tails and just run away and be like, oh shit, we can't? No. We're like, all right, let's talk to people. Let's see what are people still confused about and let's try and solve that in the next presentation. So we changed our presentation. Guess what? It got a little bit better, but people were still having questions. So we're like, all right, let's fix it. Let's fix it. We keep hitting roadblock and speed bump. And that's just a part of life. That's a part of business. But if you don't have like the mindset and, you know, the strategies to help you overcome those things, yeah, you're going to struggle and you're not going to be successful. And so that's a huge part of like the first part of our service bureau accelerator program is getting the mindset right, getting the goals in place and everything like that. So you can push through those barriers and be successful because you're never going to be successful uh, on your very first attempt. I see a lot of people struggle, like just slow down because they want to make sure everything's perfect before they actually go out and launch their software. It's like, well, guess what? Shit is never going to be perfect. Everything is going to break. You may think you're going to have the best deal or the best offer that you can go out. Everyone's going to want to buy it, but you may launch and no one's talking to you. And you're like, oh, maybe what I thought was great isn't what my customers actually want. So why don't we actually go out and start talking to people first and let's build our product and build our program around what people Yeah, I think, want. yeah, that first webinar is so bad. There's, we still got people to sign up. No, don't get me wrong. Like Tia... <laughs> People, people bought. still bought. People still bought, but we we're gonna have way more. Not, we it was also to a. It was also. <laughs> yeah. to this doesn't make sense, but we it trust you. It was also to a warm audience, mind. right? But there are some people, like there's some people that I was like, I know they'll be so good at this, like Chandra, right? And she's watching this. Chandra, I'll yeah. use this example publicly on the podcast. I called her up. I'm like, Chandra, what the mm -hmm. fuck are you doing? Right? You need to do this. Like straight up, you need to do this. She's gonna go do some other stuff like that. You need to do this. You're gonna make way more money, trust me. And then she did. I think she made a nice chunk of change, right? So there's some people I'm like, yeah. no, you're gonna be so good at this. I had to personally call them up, be like, yo, and you got it. You guys got the best deal because that was the cheapest it ever was before it went public. <laughs> it was in life. <laughs> so, <laughs> it really so was. um, and it was lifetime, right? Like oh, everything's lifetime. Well, we do have lifetime, so that didn't change really. Yeah, I've seen a few terms. A couple of terms changed. But not, not my yours. contract. No, so. I mean, look, the only thing that changed from before, like but the very first year, that group, there's unlimited, there's no, I don't like to use the word renewal, but there's no, that's, that's just for lack of better words, let's use renewal. Now this year, the past two years, there still is no renewal, but the way that it works, like you don't have to pay us again for your tax software unless or your service bureau and your licenses and all that, that doesn't cost you anything. Unless mm -hmm. the contract term, this was there in the first one too, unless the software's completely changed the deal on us, which only Crosslink has done, which is why we don't really fucking sell it anymore. But uh, the only thing that we did put in was a 200 bank product minimum for a service bureau. Now, if you're a service bureau and your office, say your own tax office does 100 bank products, it's not hard to get another two offices that do 50 a piece, right? 200 bank products for a service bureau is minuscule. It's nothing, right? That's like a bare minimum number. The only reason we added that is that I didn't want, like what we saw the first year, People paid us money and then they didn't even open their damn software. So how are you even going to do anything? Yeah. Right. So we didn't want people to give us two grand, which is 1997, which our program costs right now. We don't want people to pay us two grand and not do shit with it because nobody wins. So that 200 minimum, yeah. if you don't hit it, it's a thousand bucks to renew the accelerator portion, which is the coaching calls, the live events, the Facebook group, all that stuff. If you don't want to, that's fine. You still have your software. You have your licenses. You have access to our support system. Like it's all available to you, but we just added that one thing. Cause I don't like realistically, if you're like, Hey, I want to pay you guys two grand and you don't want to use the software, leverage it, build your, actually be committed to the service bureau, probably not a good fit for you to be here. Right. And that's why we added it. And it's mostly 
to hopefully minimize people just buying and disappearing and us chasing them down like in the fall time to help them get enrolled because they're just not existent, right? So yeah, yeah. A big part of what we do in the program is it's about helping you guys grow. Like again, we've talked about this on another episode. I think we talked about this earlier. Is that we grow when our members, when our service bureau members are growing their business, right? We're mutually aligned in this. And so if people jump in and they're just like, ah, I got the software, but you know, I don't think the service bureau is for me. It's like, that's fine. That's fine. We'd rather you just not join in the first place. But if you do join and then down the road, you realize that, hey, maybe it's not a good fit. That's fine. You can keep the software, but we're just not going to keep you in the coaching and the training, the community and everything like that, because that's for people actively growing, working on their service bureau. And, you know, we want to keep working with those people and keep you guys engaged and keep you guys achieving results. So we've got a, uh, Tia, do you want to add anything on that? Yeah. So I saw, I saw, I saw. Look, before I get to my messiness, let me have my notes. So two things, because you guys have always have these sayings and quotes, life-changing, something that was just really life-changing that you guys speak on in the program, which I love, again, another one of my favorites community let me know what you guys' favorites is outside of the modules is the pricing being competitive based on pricing versus being competitive based on value mm. and i never really understood that so i'm like what is, isn't pricing value <laughs> but after being with you guys for so many years and you know having the pleasure of being on the team i've learned that there is a big difference between Pricing and value. So now, like when one thing Valdeep said in one of his webinars, I don't know, you know, when you're pricing, it's just a race to the bottom. I'm like, what do you mean race to the bottom? Everybody loves a good deal. <laughs> and then now I understand. I understand. So like, can you explain it? Because that is like one of your signature phrases, Valdeep. How does that play into service? Like, like our program, like what service for seller is or what we train yeah. on? Mm-hmm. What what we train but on, like train the, on. the strat the the value proposition strategy, like how yeah, so we we're, we're value versus just pricing. Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people, and we're actually we're gonna bring in some other strategies to help on the opposite side of these things. But I mean, I think that the core thing when we launched this is we wanted to make sure people made their money back as fast as possible, right? And you don't make your money back fast if you're charging rock bottom prices or, or giving away free, free software. Song. It just doesn't happen, right? Sure, you could probably make it back on the markups you're doing and all that other stuff down the road. But if you want to make, you know, there's people that made 20, 30, 40, 50,000 dollars or more just before tax season even started because they structure their packages how we train. And it's pretty straightforward, right? Like if you're just selling software, it's a race to the bottom, right? If it's just software tech support, it's a race to the bottom because there's always somebody that's going to quote unquote beat that deal. So how do we package in value and make it worth it, right? How do we put together a, a program to sell something for a thousand, two thousand, or some people now are selling three, four thousand dollar packages. So that's what we really trade on is how do you put together kind of like when you guys, if you're watching this, you've been on our webinars, how we lay out, here's all the things that are included. Now, how do you put something like that together? Break it down. Think about what you, you're, say you're an ERO and you're becoming a service bureau for the first time. What do you wish you had when you first started, right? That's, use that as a simple example, right? Oh, I wish I had, you know, checklists, templates. What are things that you can provide your people that does not require a lot of your time to fulfill, right? So you don't have to spend a lot of hours. You could record it once, 
and put it as part of your package, right? So how do you lay that out, put it together, and then subsequently create a presentation to sell it? So, I mean, we focus a lot on that. Is that kind of what you were referring to, Tia? Yes, value in, I think what I learned the most was, or what I understand is that it has less to do with the pricing and heavy on yeah. the value. Like yeah. when you push the value so much, by the time you get to the pricing, people are ready to just like, you know, pull out their credit cards and swipe. Yeah, I mean, and that's true, <laughs> yeah. right? Like you want to make sure that whatever price you're selling something, so you're selling something at a thousand bucks, right? For example, you want to make sure that what you're providing is worth a lot more than a thousand bucks, right? And software excluded from that. Don't even count the software value from that. Are you providing more for that thousand bucks than just the software? Right, because all these other things are worth thousand dollars, then that's a no-brainer deal. Yeah, and to give a little bit more context for people who are listening, actually, before I do this, by the way, if you guys are enjoying this episode so far, if you're enjoying kind of like you know this discussions about all things related to Service Bureau, wherever you're watching this, give us a like, give us a subscribe, follow, comment below, you know what your favorite parts are of the episode. I'd um, really love to see that engagement, and uh, you know have you guys kind of following along with our podcast episodes as we put the stuff out, or if there's any talking points that you guys would be interested in learning more about, let us know in the comments and then we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that and have some ideas for future episodes. But to give a little bit more context on value and packaging, one of our earlier episodes, we talked about some revenue models of the service bureau, like how can you go out and grow your service bureau? And so we talked about things like an academy or a business in a box, right? Or like a software package. And so I want to just use the business in a box because probably a lot of people, it's a little bit more relevant or they've heard of that before, where you're putting together a bunch of other kind of trainings and strategies that you're teaching people, whether they're like preparers and they're ready to go out on their own and start their own tax office, you want to give them the guidance and the strategies like A to Z. Here's how you go and get your Ethan. Here's how you set up your company. Here's how you, you know, put together offers and incentives to acquire more customers for your business. At the end of the day, while yes, the service bureau, you're selling software, no one really wants to just go and buy software. Like they don't like no one like EROs and shit. They don't, they're like, Oh, I love this software. I'm going to no. What they want is they want to grow their business, right? That's what they're looking for. And so if you can create some sort of a program with your software that's going to help them grow their business and the software is just a part of that package, that's how you're really going to be able to unlock a lot of sales and actually un and generate a lot more customers because you're helping them grow their business. You're not just selling software, slapping your logo on it, cranking up the fees. You're actually giving them results in their business and you're helping them grow. That is a much more appealing you know, proposition to someone when you can put that into an offer. And so there's an analogy in our program. We, I kind of talk about like tipping the scales. It's at that point where the amount of value, the amount of offers and trainings and everything that you're going to package in with your software is so valuable that those scales versus the price that they have to pay, those scales just tip and then it becomes a no brainer. If, for example, if I were to tell you guys, Hey, bring me $10,000 cash by the end of the day, and I'm going to give you a brand new Ferrari car. Guess what? Everyone's going to find that grand, 10 yeah. grand. They're going to find that money because they're like, well, shit, I know that the $10,000 that I'm going to give you is where is the Ferrari is worth way more. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do whatever I can do to go and get you that money. That's if you can sell like that, if you can present your package where there's so much value that it just becomes a no brainer where people are just like, I'm in, here's my money. You know, that's how we like to sell. And that's how we like to do it. Now you got to make sure that the value that you're actually delivering is actually kind of worth that, right? you like, don't just, you know, just don't just bullshit your way through that. Obviously deliver that value. But if you can put that together and you can really structure a package that is just so much more valuable than what they're currently getting, 
that is how you're going to unlock like a massive flood of customers joining your service bureau and using your software because of the amount of value. Yeah, and I think to add to that, a lot of people, if you're watching this and you're not part of the group, you're like, well, how do I do that? What can I offer? Like we've seen that over the past couple of years. So some of the new things we're doing with this year with the service bureau accelerators, we're giving you the shit to offer so that you don't have to think about it. Like it's already included, right? So that also I think goes a long way. And, and what we do with the service bureau accelerator every year is like two years ago, people, OG group as Tia said, right? Two years ago, people sign up. Oh, a lot of people want to do academies or business box, right? But and we broke down. Here's how you lay it out. Here's how you put together. Here's everything you need to know about putting together a program. But then people struggled on what? Recording videos. Oh, I'm not confident in my content. I'm not confident in this. I'm not confident in that. Or I don't have, I don't, I'm just stuck. So what do we do the following year? Hey, year Tia, two. how don't you record a bunch of videos that are not branded that other people can leverage for their servers bureau? All right, cool. It may cost a little extra money for you to buy it. Sure. Cause it's not, it's extra value, right? So we're not charging you yearly, but hey, you may want this extra thing that'll help you just get out of your own way and go out and sell. All right, cool. Yeah. Here's a bunch of stuff you can do. And this year we actually included a bunch of stuff for free with the program so that people aren't stuck with value-added packages for their service bureau, which is provided for you, right? And then as you develop over time, you'll get the confidence and you'll make your own and you'll make your own spin on things. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely something that over the years gets improved on for sure. And regardless of you being the OG or 3.0, one of the things, and this is like invaluable, think about your process when you first clicked on that webinar, how you went through, you scheduled a call with someone, how they made you feel. Think about that entire process. That's literally what the Service Bear Accelerator is teaching you. When, and I know like one time we were on the call and Ross was trying to break all these things down. I don't know if it was you all, Bodeep, but you were like, think about what she went through. That's what we're teaching you. Everyone's like, oh, aha, <laughs> uh-huh, okay. <laughs> it was like, oh, so we just do what was done to us. Okay, yeah. got it. Remember what made you want to pay us two grand? <laughs> well, this is what you need to, That's what this is what you need to do. Yeah. So you, other people pay you two grand, right? Or a thousand or 3,000, whatever you're charging, right? You need to break it. No. Baby talk. Yeah. And I think, oh, we're getting close to the end here. But I think a lot of people, I definitely want to cover this more in depth on another episode. But I think a lot of people get you stuck on, oh, I want to automate my business. I want to be hands off. I don't want to speak to people. They get this idea in their head that they could build a passive, hands off automated business. And I'm sorry to say, it's not, you're going to, it's not how it works. works. You're going to spin your wheels. Talk your shit. You're going to spin your wheels. (laughs) You're not going to make any fucking money while people that put in the work, you can get to automated, like you can get a bit more hands off, but you have to know what the. F- There's a ton of stuff. I mean, Baldy, you've been gone for like a month and a half base. I mean, you've been in and out, but you've been moving and everything. And it's like, guess what? The business doesn't yeah. stop just yeah. because you're gone. Sales were made. Business keeps running. There's tons of sales are coming in. Webinars are running. There's still tons of stuff that I used to do in the business that I don't have yeah. to deal with anymore. But we here's the to thing. That, to that level. But you have to here's get to that you point. You have to know what the fuck yeah. you're doing first before you can. Yeah, yeah, no, like yeah. we can't just stick somebody, oh, hey, dude, just go do my webinar. Ross can do it because he helped me write it, <laughs> right? And he's heard me do it a million times and he's done webinars and he's practiced it, but not somebody off the street, right? We can't just stick somebody on a sales call and say, all right, cool, here's a sales. It's not going to work well, right? So we have to script it out. We have to do trainings. We have to do this. We have to build out processes. Like 
that's what's any business. And I think a lot of people get hung up on the fact that, oh, I could just hire a VA or I could just put somebody in place. But if you don't give them the steps and the expect, and you don't, you don't know, know the, process, the process and know what they're supposed yeah. to do. So, yeah. yeah, it's not get rich quick. Like it's, yeah. it's definitely a building yeah. process. And speaking on that building process, before we wrap up real quick, Paul, if you want to pull oh, up the, uh, what's included yeah. in our, because all of everything that we've been talking about, all this stuff, like creating a sales process, creating a presentation, like this is what we actually show you guys in yeah, the program. Like we're not just talking, we're not just waffling about like theory and stuff. We actually get into this in great details with all of our training that we have in our program from A to Z. Again, Cute. like I said at the beginning, we start with our mindset and goal setting, but we can, the first section here, we can maybe gloss yeah. over this really quickly. So basically, again, like I said, at the end of the day, our program, the core product, like, yeah, you're getting a service bureau, you're getting your service bureau software set up. So we go through onboarding with you. We collect all the information. We do a whole branding. We set up your branding. We create your logo, create your brand assets for your software brand, because you're going to get your own branded software. So we help guide you through that. And then our team goes to work and we put all this stuff together. We build the software, we set it up, deliver it to you. Here you go. While after we deliver the software to you, we then have an entire like service bureau operations and software training where we actually teach you how to use the software as a service bureau. A lot of you guys understand how to use software as like tax repairs on the front end. You're doing tax returns. But when you become a service bureau, there's a whole new side of the software on the back end where you are now the one in full control. You issue licenses. You set up your EROs on the software. You set up their credentials, their login credentials, their security permissions. You are now in full control and you have full permissions. So we teach you guys how to do that. Because one thing we've seen is as people get more and more confidence in the software and actually how to do these setups, now they're like, okay, now I understand the process A to Z. Now I can go talk to people and sell them because I know what my next steps are. So that's a huge part of it. And then again, included, we've talked about this in, before, software tech support package that is included in the program. So whenever one of your customers, maybe their prepares gets a weird bug in the software or doesn't know how to navigate something, there's a phone number that's placed directly inside your software. They can just call and they can get someone on the phone for tech support and help them get navigated through it. They're not going to teach them how to do a tax return, but they're going to show them how to navigate through the software. So that's kind of the first part of our program, which is like getting the service bureau set up and launched. And then we dive into the actual training. So this is like, this is the business strategies. So we kick things off with a playbook, which is basically just kind of breaking down the industry inside and out, understanding the different revenue models, understanding you know, the path to, to success on how to actually go out and grow a successful service bureau and what that's going to look like for you. Ultimately, at the end of the day, there's a thousand different ways you can go and grow your service bureau. This will help give you a lot of ideas and structure and what we've seen work the best. So you can kind of take that and choose how you want to go out and grow the business. After that, once we got clarity on, okay, how are we going to grow the business now? How are we actually going to sell? So the first thing we always dive into is creating your packages, creating your offers. What are, what am I going to sell? What am I packaging? We talked about value on this episode, right? What am I going to put together in my program? What is included? What is the name of it? How much am I going to sell it for? Because without that, how are you going to go and market? How are you going to go and advertise? How are you going to talk to people or sell if you don't even know what you're offering, right? So getting clarity on that will allow you to be then be able to really kind of determine how you're going to actually sell it, which then leads us to the marketing mastery. So we have like, what is it? 11 different strategies, different marketing strategies that you guys can deploy, including like an entire step-by-step -step paid ad campaign. It's kind of like... I think when we put this together, it's like, oh, no, they got to pay for these ads. Yeah. But we're like, you know what? Screw it. Let's cool throw it in there. Soon that's going to 
blow that off. Yeah. And there's a ton, tons of new yeah. stuff that we're constantly developing. This little offer stack actually changes every year because we just keep adding. And, and to be fair, to there's a lot of stuff that's in there that we don't even bring up here because it's like there's just yeah, it like there's just it makes you're not ready. It's not even that you're not ready. You're not it's ready. like there's just like so much stuff that we have. We're like yeah, we could talk about it, but it's let's it's just it's just there, <laughs> right? It's just there. Like you'll, you'll, you'll see it, you'll when see you're it when Like you're oh, I didn't know I was gonna get that. Yeah. And it's just there. But yeah, oh, you want to keep going or you want to kind of just. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll keep, keep ripping through. There's, there's a couple more things here. So tax nitro marketing package. This is a huge other thing. A lot I've seen, and I've seen this a lot where people, you know, they get their software and they're like, okay, well, I need a website now. I need a calendar page. I need a checkout page. I need all this tech and stuff set up before I have the confidence to talk to someone. Cause if they ask me, well, what's my website? And I go, and this is in, in all honestly, as someone personally, I probably sold, I know if I'm getting close to seven figures now, probably in sales, but I've sold a lot of packages and I've sold a lot of programs, high ticket, three, four, five thousand dollar packages, like without a website, without someone seeing a website. <laughs> you don't need it in honesty, but a lot of people need that for the confidence. So another thing that we that is new this year, where if you do decide to sign up with a tax nitro subscription, we're gonna go and build out your service bureau package or your service bureau website with a calendar page, like a checkout page, a booking link, and everything. So that you don't have to do all that heavy lifting. We're just going to set up for you. So you've got all your links. You can send it to people. They can book on your calendar. They can buy your package directly off your website. All of it set up for you. And then in addition, we mentioned earlier about coming up with value. We've got a software value asset package. So there's tons of like done for you trainings and resources that we're going to just package into your tax nature account. So when someone buys your package, boom, they'll automatically get access to all these additional trainings. You can go and add to it, remove some stuff, whatever you want to do. You'll have full control. So that's like the core offer of like the actual training. Again, there's you know, like we'll, we'll do another episode. What's we'll do another episode <laughs> where we'll break down, like we'll go in and we'll show people, hey, this is what's in here. And yeah, yeah we'll do. There, there's just episode, there's yeah. so much, and that's where the webinar is a really good thing. So again, for you guys, like there's again unlimited software license fees. We've got support channels. We've got our coaching calls that we do weekly. We've got our private Facebook group. There's no yearly fees. All that stuff is there for anyone. If you guys are listening to this and you're like, God, this sounds amazing. The best way, if you're interested in getting started, head on over to our website at servicebureauaccelerator.com. You just Google search Service Bureau Accelerator, find us on YouTube, find us anywhere. We'll have all the links in the show notes as well. So if you're listening to this podcast, head on over to our website, schedule in for one of our upcoming webinars. The webinar will break down everything. We do them live. We have tons of time for Q&A afterwards as well. And then after the webinar, you're going to be able to book in a call with one of our team members who can go over any last questions you have, make sure the program's a good fit and walk you through the process of getting started. So again, links are down below in the show notes and the descriptions, servicebureauaccelerator.com. You can book in for a webinar. That's the best way to, to begin your journey with jumping all into right. our program. That was cute, guys. That was really so cute. We're starting to get fancier with the, all this. All I the approve. Stuff. People always ask us. So here's the thing, guys. Again, we've sold, this is our third year is selling this program. We don't, when people are like, oh, can you email something? We're like, we'll send you the recording of a webinar. Like, well, what do you want? Like, oh no, can you give me like a PDF, something to read? We're like, well, what the, f just, just buy. Like, I don't know what you want to read. Big learner. Exactly, exactly. But here's the thing. Everyone thinks they got to get fancy. They got to have all this shit to sell. This is our third year and we finally have a PDF that we can yeah, email. We never someone. had it. And people think we never had it. And so many people will come in and they'll be like, well, no, I got to have a PDF to send something because what happens if? You know what? Don't worry about that shit until it actually happens. <laughs> Stop getting in your way. Go out, take massive action. And that's what we're going to show you how to do in the Service Bureau Accelerator <laughs> program. Get out of your own goddamn way. Go out and sell some shit. Sign people up. Make some money. And let's have fun. 
Sarasburg Silverado dealers. <laughs> All right. I'm well, let's think that's a good note to wrap it up. Thanks again, guys, for being here. Remember, there's links in the show notes. Like, subscribe on YouTube, on whatever you're listening on. Oh, yeah. And if you were listening on something else, we were sharing our screen. So you may want to check out the YouTube <laughs> to see that. But uh, all right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. We'll see you on the next episode.